Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Cherish the Soul Radio Podcast. I am your host, Miss Eleanor Smith, and let's get started. I hope everyone is having a great week. So far, it is Friday, and the beginning of the weekend, the weather is starting to get a little bit warmer. I I can tell a shift that is going on, but we are still in the midst of winter, so don't get it twisted. Still keep those coats on and those hats and gloves and scarves and all the the other uh, layers that we need for <laughs> for this weather. But um, it is starting to get warm up a bit, so I am so happy about that. I just cannot wait, everyone, until this weather breaks where I, I just... Me and wintertime do not get along. I just, ugh. But however, I'm not going to complain. God is still good and gracious and loving. So let's go. (laughs) All right, you guys. I'm so happy to announce that Unsung TV One's most beloved, entertaining, riveting, extraordinary docuseries unsung returns for a brand new season this sunday the 23rd 9 p.m and the premiere the very first episode of this season kickoff is going to be profile profiling rather drew hill you guys remember drew hill the 90s group tell me what you want Don't make fun of my singing. But they will be featured. They will be talking about their rise, their start, their beginning. Um, they all hail from Baltimore, Maryland. And they they had some amazing highs and some, some lows and just a lot of things in between. So I'm very, very happy that they are sharing their story with, with us and fans like myself are you know will be happy to go down memory lane you know drew hill came out i believe i was in college i want to say like the the mid to late 90s the late 90s they i believe their their first record was in 97 would tell me i had an opportunity to interview the gentleman about the episode and what went down and just had a great great time so you guys be on the lookout for that story i'll be posting it to my facebook page and my other social media pages as well my twitter and instagram so be on the lookout for that so their episode again guys airs this sunday nine o'clock central standard time our time and 10 o'clock eastern standard time so check that out i'm so excited i cannot wait i want to do i want to go back a little bit and just talk about the oscars even though it's is that aired about maybe a week and a half maybe two weeks ago but i really enjoyed what i did eventually catch i didn't see the whole show in its entirety but i did see cynthia arrivo that was my highlight i was really wanting to see what she had on, of course. We all watch what we, what they have on. If you um, watch the Oscars or any other award show, you always want to see the red carpet. At least I do. But she looked amazing. She was gorgeous in her white, the red carpet outfit that she had on. It was just, I can't remember the designer that she was wearing, but she looked beautiful. I just cannot, I, I, 
I, I keep gushing over her. <laughs> she looked very, very beautiful and her performance was outstanding. She performed her song from Harriet. You know, she Cynthia is the young lady who is the actress who plays in Harriet. She played Harriet Tubman in that movie. Great movie, outstanding movie. If you don't have it, please go get it. It is out on DVD now. Um, please go get that movie. If you have not seen it, it is absolutely phenomenal. But she performed Stand Up which is the song that she sings for that soundtrack and that movie itself. So her voice, everything was on point. The What she performed in, it was gorgeous. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. So I am a huge fan of Miss Arivo. So that is my take on her. And Regina King also looked very, very pretty as well. And so did Janelle Monet. I really love um what all three of these ladies had on it was they looked very beautiful very poised now it's a rumor going around swirling around i don't know if it's kind of died down yet but supposedly allegedly (laughs) regina and brad pitt have something going on and i'm like okay please stop just because you see two people who are affectionate with each other, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, kiss on the cheek here and there, does not necessarily mean that you are dating, that, that, that they are dating, that they are a couple. And if they are, great. If not, okay. You know, I, I'm really, who cares? <laughs> but, you know, this is how it works. This is what happens in the entertainment industry. They... It's all a publicity stunt. You know, you see two people, they they take photos. They're very affectionate with one another. So, of course, a lot of buzz goes around. And that is what happens. Unfortunately, fortunately, it, it all works, I guess, to the benefit of each one's career. But... You know, neither one of them need any publicity. They're all, they're both of them, both of them, excuse me, are very talented, very established. So there's no publicity is needed there. So I, I wouldn't understand that myself. But that is what is going around that she is now taking up with Mr. Brad Pitt. So, hmm, makes you think. Um, Janelle, she opened the show with... A monologue I heard, but I missed it. And I hate that I missed it because she did a phenomenal job I heard. And I'm like, oh, I just have to catch it, you know, maybe on YouTube or any other outlet that I can take a look at it and actually do a critique on her as I usually do with these shows. I I love doing critiques and reviews and just, you know, just sitting down and watching and enjoying great music and creativity and what people have to say and everything else that goes along with it. You got me? Good. So let me move right along and kind of bring you guys up to date. Now, tomorrow, um, which is Saturday, um, the 51st annual NAACP Image Awards will be airing on BET at 8 o'clock. I believe it may be 8 o'clock Central Standard Time or It may be airing 7 o'clock here, you know, Central Standard Time and 8 o'clock Eastern. Check your local listings. I'm not quite sure. But Anthony Anderson will be hosting it. He's an actor. And uh, he's actually hosted for quite some time now. Him and Tracy Ellis Ross, they've been together 
hosting that show a few times. Well, I don't know if it's a few. I know they, I know they did host together once. I did see, see that one. I, I can't remember what year it was, but he is yet again hosting and singer songwriter Rihanna and entrepreneur, I may add, she is going to be receiving the President's Award, which is a huge honor. They're going to be honoring her for, of course, her music, her philanthropy, um, and the work that she does with Fenty, the, her whole Fenty brand. So she is really a mover and a shaker now. She just has everything on the up and up, and I'm so proud of her because I definitely remember when she first started um, as that island girl and she came on the scene and was just a cute little teenage girl. I believe she was maybe 16, 17 when she started out. I'm not quite sure. Let me know. I'm not quite sure what, what, when, how old she was, but she is going to be honored. So big shouts out to her. And some other people are nominated as well for different awards. Um, Angela Bassett, some of your favorites, our favorites rather. Angela Bassett, um, Lizzo, let me see who else. Tracy Ellis Ross and a couple of other people. Regina King is also going to be nominated as well. She's going to be there too. So check your local listings, guys, like I said earlier, and make sure you tune in. Bad news for Neo and his wife, Crystal. They have, I believe they've already announced that they are indeed splitting up. They are divorcing after four years of marriage. Yikes. And they are stating irreconcilable differences. Now, it's been rumored, I hear, that Neo <laughs> Neo was actually going around. Uh, he turned the ring that he gave to Crystal into a pinky ring. And he's like sporting it around and taking pictures with it. And saying, yeah, I'm celebrating my divorce. And I'm saying, okay, well... You know, hey, listen, it happens. If do whatever makes you happy. If if you guys are st- can still remain friends and <laughs> do you. So I, I'm not mad at that. But I also remember a few years back when he was dating a young lady named Monetta Shaw. And they had two children together. And I believe, I can't remember the show that she was on. But I know she did a few interviews um, and did a press tour. She wrote a book and she discussed what happened in their relationship and the fact that she had her tubes either untied or no, she had her tubes tied and because he didn't want any more children and they, you know, kind of came to that decision together. And after some time went past and their relationship didn't work out, he gets married and has two more children, I believe with his, his new wife, his wife rather, excuse me, Crystal. And she felt a certain type of way and talked about it. So a lot of people are saying, I've been hearing through the grapevine that a lot of people are saying, oh, that's karma. That's what he gets, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, we don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know. And, you know, people's private lives, they, they, we just don't know. And I can't really comment or say anything about that because that is between those two. So what stays behind closed doors maybe should be kept there and that's how I'm going to end that so but yeah they they are divorcing so um, best of luck to both of both of them I wish them well Erica Badu you know she has released 
an incense that, <laughs> forgive me guys, that smells like her vagina. And she has called it Badu's, you know what, I'm not going to say that word, you know what I'm talking about. And I hear that it's been selling, it has sold out. So congrats to her. <laughs> you know, Erica has always been very, very innovative, creative, and just kind of free-spirited and I love her music oh my goodness I have seen her in concert twice and enjoyed myself to the limit so she is a beast when it comes to performing live and I and uh, she definitely draws a crowd and puts on a show so congrats to you Miss Erica you know hey I'm not mad I'm make your money <laughs> Make your money, girl. However, I'm not mad at you. Now, do you all remember the 80s, 70s, 80s group Hall & Oates? I do. I'm a big fan of theirs. One of my favorite songs by them is called I Can't Go For That. I can't go for that. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Well, John Oates, one, you know, one of the members. Um, they're, By the way, they're going on tour. But John Oates, um, he's 70 years old and he's actually talking and, you know, doing some interviews stated that, you know, back in the day, of course, you know, when they were, you know, in their heyday, there was no social media and he was kind of out there enjoying himself with the ladies and had multiple partners, if you know what I mean, and was just living life and spending money crazily and was actually broke because he did not know how to manage his money properly. And so he's actually talking about it. But they are, but he's doing what, you know, fine now. You know, he's married, has a child, and they are reuniting and doing a show, doing a tour rather. So I think I may go. If they, I believe they have been here to Chicago, I wanna say once. And but I th and I missed it. I think I may go this time. I, I because I do remember a lot of their music, and I'm surprised I don't own any for sure. But I, I well I do own that one single that they have. But they they have a slew of hits. Um, Hall and Oates, Daryl Hall and John Oates. So congrats to them. Tyler Perry. He's coming out with a spinoff show on BET um, for the Oval. You guys watch The Oval. It's going to be called Ruthless. So that is going to be premiering on BET on March 19th. You know, Tyler Perry is, he he is really, really doing things big. He is, I'm very proud of Tyler, to be honest. Um, Tyler has opened his own studio where he has his own sets. And I said, wow. <laughs> wow. You know, I know you all are very much aware of the fact that he has his own I mean the brother has his own thing he does is he marched to his own he marches to his own uh, drummer so very proud of him but yeah he's coming out with a new show called Ruthless on BET Tony Braxton she is coming out with um, CBD oil I believe it's for you know lupus treatment and that is her new business venture. She's uh, partnering with GNC and it's going to be sold there. So I'm not sure when it's going to be out or if it's already out or it may be I'm coming. I'm not. Don't quote me. But that is her new um, 
business venture, CBD Oil. And it's a huge, huge advertising billboard I, I hear in New York City, Times Square. So <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm sure I will see it eventually. I, somebody will either, yeah, I'll see it on the internet somewhere, but that is what's going on with Miss Braxton. Um, no word on if she and Birdman are still together or no, I don't think they're still together. I think they broke up, but I don't know what's going on with, with her. And I'm not quite sure about the show, the Braxton Fa- Braxton Family Values, that's that's on WeTV. I used to watch it. I did, you know, see a couple of seasons, but I don't know what's going on now. I, I I've been hearing that the show may not be coming back, but then again, it might. I think it's kind of in limbo, and you know, fans are trying to, you know, that I guess the network is trying to decipher whether or not to bring it back based on fan reaction so we shall see now this story is kind of huge um it's all over the place it has totally went viral Lonnie Love now she's the comedian one of the co-hosts on The Real well she is under fire right now and a lot of people are talking there are opinions flying around a young lady by the name of Cookie Hole, who is a former friend of hers and her former joke writer, did an interview, a recent interview on a platform called Comedy Hype. And she basically said that Lonnie had a lot to do with Tamar Braxton's firing from the wheel. I don't know if that's true or not, but she gave particulars and specifics and she stated that Lonnie sent some email correspondence and just basically influenced the network's executives and you know people on the show powers that be um, who run the show that Tamar should not be on there and she shouldn't do what she she should in other words she should not be on there she wants to be the only one Lonnie's you know wanted to be the only one who's I guess popular or you know she wanted to be the quote-unquote ghetto girl that's what you know um, Cookie said in the interview and I'm like what wow I hope I I really hope it's not true I sincerely hope that this is not true, but yet now it's another twist to the story and there's another young lady that has came out, that has come out rather, and her name, she's a celebrity hairstylist and she goes by the name of Nikki's Closet on Instagram and she did a video on Instagram stating that Lonnie was ba- is basically fronting and it's, it's just a big whole mess. You guys got to go and watch it. You you will know exactly what I'm talking about. But she's basically calling out Lonnie Love. And she's defending Cookie. Because Lonnie, you know, indirectly responded to Cookie on the show. And she said that, you know, listen, I put money in your pocket. I gave you a chance. I gave you an opportunity. And, you know, I had to cut, cut you off. And because I just had to put my foot down, you know. And... The young lady responded saying, you know, basically defending Cookie, Cookie saying that 
that's not true and you don't you just google it you'll know exactly what i'm talking about it is it is terrible to say the least here's my question why is it that when people have an issue they always go to social media to deal with it i'm not understanding that if you have an issue or a problem with somebody, whatever happened to just going up, going to that person and discussing and ironing, you know, ironing things out and just leaving it at that. No, she's you go into social media and airing all these grievances and these allegations and it's just one big hot mess. So basically to sum everything up. Lonnie is is being alleged that Lonnie was very instrumental in the firing of Tamar Braxton. And two people are now stating this. They have come out and said this and shared their experiences. And it's just, wow. I don't know. My take on it is I'm a little on the fence. I'm not quite sure. It may be true, then again, I'm kind of side-eyeing, you know, why is it that you're stating this now? Okay, I get it that you may not be friends with her anymore. You may not talk or, or run in the same circles. I get that. But why get on Instagram, you know, and social media and just put somebody on blast? I, I just, that's the part that I don't really care for. You know what I mean? So... Moving right along, guys. We gotta we gotta move along because that was ooh, it is a doozy. You take take a moment if you have some time or if you really care, take a moment to actually check that video out. And it's it's a lot. <laughs> she is really going in on her. But um you know it's 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 yikes. It is it is definitely definitely sad because you know the the cookie is you know basically said that um Lonnie was talking to executives like I said earlier and she also told executives that you know Tamar since Tamar was on Dancing with the Stars she's missing she she had missed shows about 52 shows and since the ratings are not changing or you know there's no change in the ratings then why should she be on there and that she should be the only one on the show yikes now if this is true yikes because at one point in time for what i saw tamar and lani were friends and both of them were you know smiling and having fun having drinks together going out they were even you know they had a relationship beyond that table on the reel on that set of the reel so that is awful if that is true it's it's really awful and recently Lonnie had toasted to Tamar saying that this is your one this is also your 1000 show because you know the reel they they have reached 1000 shows and I do watch the show I do enjoy it and so she did shout out to shout out Tamar and some people are saying that that may be an instigator dig or like a ha 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 in your face type thing. I don't know. You know, I don't know cuz Lonnie did have tears in her eyes. She she got teary eyed, so I don't know if it was a front. I don't know 
if it was genuine i hope so i really and truly hope so so anywho speaking of that um i'm still on the reel i kind of feel sorry for the other ladies well not really feel sorry but i'm just a little curious as to what they think about what was going on because they they're getting all this heat and all this well the show well Lonnie is getting all the, the you know this heat and negative attention so I'm wondering what is going on through their minds you know what is what are they thinking what are you know what are their thoughts what are their feelings it's like they're they're kind of helpless they don't really know what to do so to speak so I'm I'm really concerned and curious about how they are feeling about the situation because it is a doozy and Amanda Seals who is the newest addition she recently addressed the so-called quote-unquote beef with Jeannie Mai. You know, they kind of got into a little, I don't want to say argument, a debate. I forget about what, because I did see a clip of it. But she cleared up, you know, with There's No Beef. She did an interview when Extra came there to celebrate the fact that they've reached that milestone. And she told the reporter, listen, you know, there's nothing going on. We have no issue <laughs> you know, I don't butt heads with anybody. If I butt heads with somebody, you'll know because I'll be the only head standing. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> so that is that. So in other words, it's all good. I hope that's the case. Or maybe that that could be, you know, the the politically correct answer or the, you know, the right answer as, you know, publicists have maybe told her you know this is what you say so <laughs> moving right along um miss janet jackson she will be in town soon this summer she's going to on her own she ugh, i can't talk she's going on her tour which is great because you know we haven't seen janet on stage and i want to say maybe a few years when she did come here the last time she was here rather um she was here at the chicago theater and she did a two-night event, an uh, intimate uh, event. And I really did not get a chance to go. I, I forget what I was doing or I must have had a prior commitment. But I did not see the show. I did not go. So more than likely, I will be attending this summer. She's supposed to be here, I believe, in the latter part of July at the United Center. You guys, I love the United Center. When I saw Beyonce there... Yeah, I just the the acoustics, the everything. It's just I loved it. the whole The whole experience to me was great, and so I I may be going because I do like the the United Center very much. And so I may, yeah, I think I may I may have to go and get grab a ticket. So that is this summer. Her new album is called Black Diamond. That's kind of sexy, right? I like it. <laughs> Black Diamond. So be on the lookout for that. Macaulay Culkin. He recently did an interview with Esquire magazine and discussed his friendship with Michael Jackson. So you guys definitely check that out. He, you know, basically said that Michael and I had a, a great friendship. I never saw anything inappropriate. I never was witness to anything crazy, you know, the the the, the mess and the um, 
shenanigans that they put Michael through. It was it's just unbelievably ridiculous. I believe that Michael was the most fairest, most beautiful, most charming, sensitive, loving person that has, that has ever walked the planet and that's real. That's just that's how I feel. Um and what he went through and what people put him through and it was just just terrible so um the lies and just all kind of just stuff that people were just throwing at him and just tearing him down it was just it it, that's a whole nother show (laughs) that is a whole nother show and i'm gonna leave that at that so but yeah definitely check out that interview it's esquire and macaulay culkin is talking about um him and mj he is the king of forever music. King of music forever. Okay. That's how I feel. Mace and Puffy. Um, this happened, I want to say, uh, when I first heard this story, excuse me, I'm, let me say this and I'm going to get into it. When I first heard this story, I kind of chuckled a little bit because it's a little, not necessarily bizarre, but just, Wow. I think Mace kind of hit the nail on the head there. Um, Puffy at the Grammys did a 50 minute minute speech and the whole concept of the speech, I should say, or summary was that, that, um, the Grammy committee, the people at the Grammys, people who are the powers that be people who are in charge, the nominating committee, the whole shebang, they do not respect black artists. And Puffy had stated that. Now, once this hit the internet and went viral, his speech, Mace took to Instagram and did a long post about how, in other words, how dare he speak on this and he doesn't have, you know, he doesn't respect his own artist. You know, Puffy was, you know, the head of Bad Boy. He created. He was the C, I believe the, the creator, the CEO, his, that, that was his label, Bad Boy Records, ruled the 90s, and had a host of different artists, Faith Evans, 112, Loon, Danny Kane, a lot of people were signed under Puffy, and Mace basically said that, you know, he thanked him for the opportunity, for giving him the the opportunity to have a career or you know to record you know as as a teenager i think he was 19 if i'm not mistaken when mace started but um mace basically stated that he had offered puffy two million dollars to buy back his publishing Mm. and puffy refused Mm. So, in other words, he was saying that, I'm kind of paraphrasing because I, I, I actually do not have the statement in front of me. But, in a nutshell, <laughs> he's saying that, he stated that, uh, sir, sit down. You know, you cannot make a speech about the Grammys not respecting black artists when you yourself are the owner of a record label and did not treat your artists the way they should have been treated. And there's also a video, a video on YouTube. You guys can look this up. It's kind of old, of course. 
And it was an interview that the locks, uh, Styles P and someone else, I can't remember his name. Both of them were doing an interview on Hot 97 with Angie Martinez. And, you know, she Angie is a very, very popular um, DJ, radio show host in New York. And very, very popular and kind of legendary. And she was, I believe she was around even with Wendy Williams before she got her talk show. But anywho, um, yeah, both of them were talking to Angie Martinez about what was going on their upsets with Puffy um, and his business doings with them. And Puffy ended up calling up there and they got into this heated, heated argument live on the air. And I mean, going back and forth. I mean, it was, it was, wow. It was just, I mean, for a long time, I mean, folk, they, both of them were yelling. They called him a coward. And they were saying that, yeah, you know, we can't come to your office and talk about nothing. So don't get on here, you know, pretending to be some tough guy. I mean, it was, it was, it was deep. It was deep. You all look this up, YouTube, it. it might still be on YouTube. I don't know. But I remember when I heard it, I was in shock. And um, so it's not the first time that I've, I've heard that Puffy's had some shading, sh- shading, shady, <laughs> goings on when it comes to his artists and not paying them properly and you know just things of that nature so I don't know what's going on with 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 him and bad boy and why that is I I don't get it um so I'm not surprised that Mace said what he said because he wrote a dissertation (laughs) if you look on his Instagram account it, it may I don't know if he deleted it but he wrote a dissertation it was so long basically calling puffy out and saying uh you're a hypocrite and don't say or pretend to be something that you're not you know you're basically calling out the grammys but you yourself have not done what you're supposed to do so you guys can look that up and check it out for yourselves um ambitions this was a show that was on the own network oprah winfrey's network it's been canceled. Oh, according to Robin Givens, she kind of um, confirmed it on her Instagram account, on her page. She said that the show has been canceled. And now I really enjoyed the show. It starred her, Miss Givens, Essence Atkins. You know, Essence, she played in Half and Half and a few other projects as well. I actually had an opportunity to interview her a couple of couple of years back. Um, and she's very, very sweet, very sweet person. Um, and a bevy of other talented actors were on that show. So I hate the fact that it is not coming back for us another season because the storyline was great. I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. <laughs> it was, you know, Robin, she played the lead character, um, well, one of the lead characters rather, um, her name was Stephanie Carlisle and she was just this ruthless, um, no nonsense, just, you loved, you, you loved her, you hated her. She was just, Ooh, she was a mess, (laughs) but, um, she really played her part. Robin is a great, great actress, a very sweet person I heard. Um, but she, I hate that, 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 that the show was canceled. 
I really do. I hate that it is canceled and I I don't know. I hope it comes back either. Maybe maybe another network will pick it up. Maybe not. I'm not sure. Speaking of cancellations and just going for going away, Empire. This is the final curtain call for Empire. Um, we have enjoyed Empire and its run. Um, the last final episodes, they begin on Tuesday, March the 3rd. Of course, um, the show airs on Fox, the Fox Network. But yeah, this is the end of the era of Cookie and Lucius Lyon, <laughs> you know? How do you guys feel about that? Let me know. Um, I was a huge, huge, huge fan of Empire when, it, especially when it first aired. Um, the first season was oh, that just I was rushing to get home to turn on, turn it on. You know, I couldn't wait to to actually see it. But um, as it kind of got into you know further along, uh. I didn't quite care for it as much as I did when it first, I don't know if it was the writing. I don't know if it was, something was a little off. It just started to get a little too, too much for me. So I, I stopped watching and I kind of fell off from what was going on. So I may tune in to see what's, what's going on with the, with the, the two characters and with everybody else. So we shall see. Um, but yeah, Tuesday, March 3rd, check it out on Fox. Monique, Miss Monique, again, has addressed Oprah. She has written an open letter to her on her Instagram page, basically calling her out for, you know, participating in that Michael Jackson documentary and... She was actually going to, you know, do be a part of rather a documentary about Russell Simmons. But Monique's point was that you mentioned nothing. You are you are not a part of no documentary of Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein or however you I think it's Weinstein or Jeffrey Epstein. There's no documentary of, you know, white men who have committed, you know, crimes or um, were labeled sexual predators or have, you know, any other issues like that. It's always, you know, the villain, you know, villainizing black men. And I get that. I definitely do. But here's my take on Monique. I believe, I remember when Monique had, I don't know if she still does this. I haven't seen her record a show or do a show in a while. Her and her husband, Signe, they used to have a, I think it was a podcast a radio show it was called Monique and Sydney's open relationship and I really enjoyed it they everything that you wanted to know about Monique her career and what happened between her and Oprah and Tyler Perry and Lee Daniels she openly discussed it with no holds barred and very candid about what took place and I was I was in shock about what she did say about Oprah, what happened between her and Oprah. And I definitely understood exactly where she was coming from and the fact that she wanted her name to be cleared. But here's my thing. I, I think that now at this point in time, it's 2020, it's a brand new year. And, you know, she has a new comedy special on Showtime is called Monique and Friends Live from Atlanta. I think she should focus on her career and getting it back together 
doing her thing. Monique is extremely talented. She is extremely talented. I love her. I love, she makes me laugh out loud hard. <laughs> you know, um, every, I'm a huge fan of Monique's. I have, um, been watching Monique for quite some time and I just think I want her to get back to her business and leave Oprah and all this other mess alone because Oprah is not going to address her. Oprah has not addressed her and it is what it is. You know, she said what she had to say and I think she should just focus on what's upcoming and what's new in the cards for her because the lady is extremely talented. She's gifted. She's funny. She can act. She does. Her stand up is just phenomenal. And I think she should just go on about her business. You know, nobody, it's like she keeps rehashing, rehashing, rehashing. And I get that you definitely have a point you know, a lot of her points are valid. You know, of course, what she has to say is valid, but it's no point now to just keep talking about it because I, f I don't think it's going to get her anywhere. You know, just get her money, get your paper up, girl, and just be done. Do you, I, you all agree or disagree? Let me know. All right, you all, that is all that I have for now. Definitely tune into the next episode that I showcase. I will be, um, I'm going to be doing these. Um, I want to do these weekly. I, I missed a couple of weeks. I know, um, but things have been so busy. So I do deeply apologize, but thanks for being so patient with me and hanging on in there. And thank you so much for listening. I definitely appreciate that. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for the good vibes. Feel free to share, like, leave your comments. Be respectful, of course. <laughs> leave your comments. If there's anything you want me to touch upon, if you would like to um, uh, share what, um, what topics you want me to uh, discuss, I'm open to that. I'll look into it and I may decide to do so. I am on Facebook. I'm on um, Twitter at L Smith writes. I'm on Facebook at Eleanor Smith. You would see my picture. You'll recognize me. <laughs> so please feel free to follow me and uh, follow this podcast. This podcast is definitely for you guys. So uh, like I said, I appreciate all the love. So until next time, always remember to cherish your soul. Bye for now.